Hey, my loves. All right, so been a little busy behind the scenes, even though didn't really have a really busy. So anyways, it's 3.46 in the morning, and um, I've been observing the energy, and I don't like it. <laughs> and I haven't bothered to really um, check what all is going on, but now that I... It doesn't just happen with me. I um, watch how other people are acting, you know, around in real life and or online. And so I'm going to play a clip from um, this guy called Leo King. And he's, he's breaking down um, basically disassociation. So this is going to be just a little bit motivational too because I've noticed it in myself and in other people. Um, another person that I really like that, um, she did a podcast, no, a YouTube, um, I've mentioned her before, her name is Maren, she is a super powerhouse, um, if you're wanting to find out more about your placements, I was, um, I would recommend you keep a journal with, for just your Zodiac placements, and, um, and, Every time she does a TikTok, just write in what applies to you and you'll get a bigger, un bigger, better understanding of who you are. But Moran also did a podcast saying, why is everybody so angry right now? Why is everyone so aggressive right now? So you'll want to go check out her podcast, her video on that. And then um, this guy, he, he talks a lot about the placements and then I'm going to come back and talk about what. What's going on with this association? <clears throat> they are weird. They feel disassociated. They feel like a big dream. And at the same time, am I in a dream or am I not in a dream? Then you add all this Gemini and all the Sag energy and these rare oppositions to Mars retrograde, especially in Gemini, right? That's the crazy part. These are rare moments. So don't be afraid. What's connecting? Saturn's here to remind us what's connecting and keep moving forward. And maybe that's the greatest part about Saturn being the strongest planet throughout because it's in its home sign. And yes, Neptune is too, and so is Jupiter in Pisces. But there's that Saturn aspect that's in harmony with all the Sag energy, with the Sun, Mercury, Venus. There's definitely a lot of tension when it comes to you know, dreams are broader understandings of them, how things are going to go. So Saturn's giving the re responsibility of like, it's okay to actually disassociate from disassociation because disassociation is a mental thing. It's where we're trying to understand why I feel connected yet not connected. Welcome to Neptune stations. They are weird. They feel disassociated. They feel like a big dream. And at the same time... All right. And so the key phrase in there is this, uh, disassociation from disassociation. So... I know I felt it um, because I have, you know, a heavier portion of water in my chart. I feel the energy sometimes a couple days before the collective. Um, and this, once I started to learn about this, it's like, yeah, um, almost three years. I'm like, whew. So um, what, what can disassociation feel like? So what will happen sometimes is, um, and if you know, you know, and this probably won't be for everyone but for example one of my favorite content creators is feeling that this association because of the conversations going between between dark skin and light skin and so 
or even like with me, a lot of you will probably be able to relate. Like if there's conversations about like, well, we don't like Scorpios, which I don't really like Gemini's. Sorry, you guys. I don't know. And, and I have to preface that too, because then what happens is, um, what, what happens when you are an outlayer, right? And we've been talking a little bit about how, you know, men like to say, well, me and all my friends are so and so and so um it's kind of like sir you're if 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 we're gonna give you that you're one out of ten percent ten so what about the other nine what about the collective what about the the majority here's the interesting thing about, thing about disassociation at the end of the day all of us are going to feel disassociation in some way shape or form because what makes us all the same is that we're different right and it was so interesting to me too because even with the conversations of light skin um uh stuff i've been more on the caramel side right but my experiences are different you have some people like one of i have you know a plethora of um people that i listen to but if one is coming more phenotypically as a as a preference you're perspective on things it you know are going to be slightly different I think also um so my point is it's not fun energy to deal with right um because it can feel like you're ostracized so how do you handle that how do you stand in knowing that you're a good person you're probably token right you're not like the other people and still be able to push through the energy, right? I think that, like I said, every one of us is going to feel this energy in different ways. For us, it could be, you know, for one, one, it can be, you know, feeling like you're being ostracized from the black community for the light skin comments. And, but you're, you're putting in the work. You are, you know, you know your stuff. You're very pro woman. You are t putting in the work. Like, <laughs> one of the hardest workers I know type of thing in terms of what's going on with conversations. And then it can be even things like, you know, uh, uh, when I started to feel this energy was last week when um, it started to feel like I was a part of a movement, but it's kind of like a that person made this association comments and so it triggered me and it made me feel a little bit ostracized too because I agree with the collective of things. But even today when I was listening to Princella, um, which pod which which podcast was it? Did I already close it? I think I already closed it. Um it helped me understand why that person said that. It was really kind of bizarre. This is a whole week later. But it made me feel kind of like, am I not woman? Am I not, you know, do I not have purpose? And, you know, am I really just relegated to being, you know, a um, a womb and someone's wife? Well, come to find out when it comes to that person's culture, when you really start to understand, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that makes so much sense. And it sounds kind of... um remedial but it, it it made so much sense it was not even freaking funny you know um and it was even things kind of like uh talking about 
you know, pretty girls versus ugly girls, how you can have different conversations. It doesn't mean, and, and so here's, here's the thing, like even when um, I did the podcast talking about, you know, imagine never being called ugly, right? How do you work through that energy? It doesn't mean that I am ugly, right? It just means that the region where I'm in and because of where people are, they perceive that, right? Remember your mind Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And there was another saying, it said, um, you know, our reality is shaped by by the things, by our mind, right? So I can see something and say it's pretty or ugly, but that's shaped on my conditioning and upbringing. And so how do you push through that energy? How do you deal with the nuances, right? Um and and like I said, it can feel difficult because um, the disassociation, it's kind of like, well, I'm not like that, you know, and I'm not really like into people that are, you know, this, that, and the third. And sometimes if you feel like you have a bond with that person or that collective and you're being, you're the one being rejected, it, it can really throw you all out of your element, right? Um, but I think what one one other interesting thing too, like I said, I was listening to Prince Selleck tonight, right? Early in the morning. I woke up around three and just couldn't fall back asleep. And so um I was working on some stuff, you know, while I was listening to her. So but one of the things that someone said was understand we're moving from the Piscean age to the um Aquarian age. And Pisces age is all about groupthink you know, collectives. And so if one person says, we all like this, or we all like that, or we all accept, you know, light or dark skin or straight hair or, or, you know, pretty hair or tall girls or short girls or voluptuous girls or these types of personalities or this income bracket or whatever, it's like we were all going at it at the same time. And as we're entering age of Aquarius or someone kind of getting into the thick of it, now we're being forced to really stand on our own square and stand in our own individually, individuality. And sometimes that can be a little bit scary. You know, um, I've talked about how, for example, and some of you are probably in the same circle, so it's like, we don't like Scorpios. And I'm like, well, truth be told, if I keep it 100, I really do feel that Scorpios out there giving us a badass name right now. And I'm, But it's been like that for years. And so it does feel, I felt that this association where it's like, I know as soon as I tell people I'm a Scorpio, it's, <laughs> depending if it's a man or a woman, you know, it's going to be like, oh, you know, sort of a thing. But I have to learn how to um, stand in my scorpionic energy, you know, and understand that I am individually comprised. And yes, there are things that the collective do that is just <laughs> freaking weird. But, <clears throat> but I continue to be the best person that I can be. And, you know, learning how to navigate between when someone says, I don't like this about you, and it could be a a scorpionic characteristic, to care enough to go inwards to, you know, figure it out, but not to where you're going to downtrod or trample me, right? 
because I hope that this, even me talking about it, kind of helps you understand stuff a little bit too, because we're all figuring out our boundaries, right? You have to understand how to be you as an individual. So like even with the whole light skin, dark skin uh, conversation, I have my token friends is, is the best way. We've always talked about like the token, you know, um, black friend, right? The one person who's not like everyone else. But I think that we're going to be moving to where because we're so individualistic, it's kind of like you really see people for who they really are. So you're going to it's almost a reverse for me. Like I have token white friends. I have white friends that understand you're not going to be racist. You're not going to, you're, you know, not going to be trying to make little slick remarks or subjugate me. Right. Um, and so the, there's kind of like, I think a reformulation of what the collective is going to look like. It's exciting. I don't know what all, um, that entails, but that's kind of the energy that we're working through right now. And on his page, um, or his TikTok that he just did, this energy, the Neptune station that we're in, was from November 29th and going through to December 6th. So it's not going to be around for long, but I think that even because of the conversations and especially with Gemini energy, y'all, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, um, which is difficult for me to kind of um, interact with. Um, but but not because I hate them. It's because I don't understand it. Um, uh, it's, there's, there's the, oh, so let me see if I can try to find this one girl real quick. The um, Moran girl, because I am followed to her. I just got my, um, my trade signal. So I'm going to do some of those before I go to bed. Again, let me see if I can find her real quick for you guys. Um, go down. She's been putting out really great content, but it's a lot. And I'm like, oh, let me let me try to find this for you guys real quick. Was there anything else I wanted to say? Um, One thing um, while I'm talking about this is the talk about how to be of a benefit to a commu community. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, especially once I'm done with my, here we go. Yeah, Marin Altman. So let me go to her page and then go specifically to the why everyone is aggressive AF right now. Um, and it had to do with Mercury and Venus opposite Mars. So let me go ahead and play that and then I'm going to go to bed. <clears throat> hey, I'm so excited. That's I not her. <laughs> No teeth wiping in the mail. Talk about why everyone is so fucking aggressive or just explaining <laughs> the astrology of people being particularly dramatic this month. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and explain it. If you want to stay around for the hotel room tour and the fit check, be my guest. But essentially, there's a lot of planets moving through Sagittarius right now. Right now, particularly Mercury and Venus are in the middle of Sagittarius, which means that they are opposing Mars and Gemini. Anytime there's a hard aspect, so square, opposition, or conjunction to Mars, things tend to be very inflammatory and more aggressive or conflict-ridden 
than had there not been an aspect with Mars. This Mars retrograde mm. in particular is a little bit complicated because it's retrograde. So squaring Mars retrograde shows more frustration, more delay, and more overall confusion going on. Mm. Not to mention that Mars is squaring Neptune and having a hard aspect to Neptune can definitely show confusion, fatigue, being misled, and being dishonest. So it's this increase of drama, being petty, being aggressive, being unhinged. Girl, listen. I've been petty. I've been in my petty bag. I know y'all have been in your petty bag. Don't even play me. And so at this point, we all have bitten tails. I'm not even going to play P-E-T-T-Y, okay? <laughs> also with no clear truth, no clear goal, and no clear, like, outcome of the conversation or the issue. So if over the next few days in particular you feel like you're fighting a lot, you are arguing with people and that it just feels very like on edge and like you're walking on eggshells, mm -hmm. know that you are not alone and this will pass. Mm -hmm. It won't pass for about two weeks however. So mm -hmm. right now Mercury and Venus are opposite Mars. You can expect the conversations and the dialect with others to be particularly aggressive and then later in December, around December 8th, on December 8th, um, there is a full moon happening happening in Gemini, which emphasizes Mars really a lot. I sound fucking idiotic. It emphasizes Mars a lot because it is exactly conjunct Mars and Gemini. So this full moon on December 8th will likely be the high point and the acceleration or the breaking point of all this because having a full moon exactly conjunct Mars retrograde by degree, fucking sheesh, the aggression, the pettiness, the backlash, the just like fighting. This looks like a make or break time for Twitter in particular because of the chart of Twitter during this time. I don't think the app is going to go down, but I think it could be like a major fight or major technical issue during this time. So I would be watching out for that. Which is funny because then you know who you are for my favorite content creators has been calling for, you know, for us to just, especially I think it's black women boycott um, Twitter and just um, create our own platforms. I um, do need to do another podcast. I mean, y'all, you, I mean, you know, I'm working through my real estate course and, um, it, it really, you know, obviously it's it's meant to be rigorous, but um, I am in a space of gratitude because I've talked about this before, but we need to revisit it. A lot of the times when your nest starts to feel a little bit prickly, it's a sign for you to start to, to you know, test your own wings. And, you know, if we're feeling pressure from you know, things like Twitter or TikTok, maybe it's time we, we make our own apps. There's a lot of black women that are software developers, stuff or, or do these type of things that we can support. Understanding that we drive, you know, the trends to the sound of $1 trillion per year. So why, why don't we put ourselves on the back end if we um, have proven ourselves to to show that we have taste and refined things, you know, like linens and champagne stuff for drinks and, you know, clothing and cars and how special stuff on houses or services, then why not put ourselves on the back end of it? Another one for me too that I want to talk about is even with the trading thing. It's been about three days, two to three days since I found out about some, you know, volatility with one of my trading platforms. And um, I'm super excited because, y'all, I'm going to not only become, uh, I'm going to take it on full time uh, and learn the ropes, 
But if it wasn't for that, I would have been just comfortable, you know, living off the passive income, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I think for me and what it symbolizes for a lot of people is these prickly moments are for us to test our wings and kind of create our own. So, yeah, that's the part that had to do with Twitter. And but so but that being said, Twitter um, is kind of like a breeding ground for a lot of the conversations about disassociation too. Um, for anyone with particularly Gemini or Sagittarius placements around 15 to 16 degrees, this is going to be the most intense for you. Hmm. But for everyone, it's not like horrible right now. I mean, the astrology is much better than eclipses. And I do feel bad for them. Like I said, my thing was with Gemini's, I, I really gravitate to Gemini's because they are very intellectual brainy but i don't know what it is that i just makes me afterward i'm like oh no i back up but i think part of it is because they're uh, me being more of an emotional person they connect with information differently than we do and it can come across as a lack of empathy um one of the gemini's out there is uh i think is candace a gemini too candace owens but um uh your fit your famous gemini out there is kanye um and i've talked to a couple guys that are gemini and it was that same exact thing but it was so kind of like oh lord jesus take it back no but um one of my favorite content creators has gemini in their placement and i'm like well that is a beautiful placement there it makes sense um and Sagittarius can be a difficult one too. I have Saggy family members. Um and like she said, it's not gonna affect everyone. Let me just let me just get this off and go to bed, y'all, because I'm asleepy now. I'm asleepy. Simply due to the fact that eclipse season is already intense as fuck. Anything happening during eclipse season is intensified. And then this it's not eclipse season, and an opposition to Mars is not the same as like a really convoluted eclipse alignment with Uranus being just like chaotic, really impactful. This is more surface petty. It is more just like aggressive conversation, arguing. And I want us to keep that in mind, y'all. Even as um I'm gonna be, like I said, working on stuff. Please don't take too much of the conversations that are going on right now too much to heart. Um, everybody at this point, like I said, even myself, I've said some petty things. Um, and so we all at this point have a, a bit in tail. I've ta been talking about in the Universe 25, when it gets to the point of overpopulation, everybody's biting, you know, all the rats are biting, all, all the males are biting all the, the tails. Is surface level. I'm gonna repeat it. Uh, go back ten seconds, y'all. Let's just try to push through the energy. Be more conscientious of of how we're communicating out there. Not the same as like a really convoluted eclipse alignment with Uranus being just like chaotic, really impactful. This is more surface petty. It is more just like aggressive conversation, arguing a lot. It's not mm -hmm. the end of the world by any means. So if you're feeling it very intensely, if you have mm -hmm. middle degrees and mutable signs like Gemini or Sag, do know that this will pass. So it might be that the conversations are the most heated right now. Things calm down a little bit. They're a little more confusing, but less aggressive than in the beginning of December. But as we lead into the full moon on December 8th, that'll be when the aggression really, really picks up. For everyone, you can check the Gemini mm. part of your chart. This might be where you're particularly frustrated or having to go back and fix things and you're just mm. like done. For me, my sixth house is physical health and also employees. 
with physical health and working out, I just am just kind of annoyed with like the boredom I have with a certain routine of like doing certain things. I feel just kind of like I want to go on a random fucking triathlon in the woods or something to work out instead. So it just feels like this frustration. Um, also feeling like I am working very hard and maybe it's leading to overtraining because then I'm tired for like the rest of the fucking day, even though I'm killing it in the gym, <laughs> but like that's all my fucking energy, even though it might seem like I just never end. And no, I've never, people are always like, Jesus Christ, she's on Coke or Adderall. I'm like, bitch, I'm too scared to like, tr- I've never tried Adderall. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I- so I'm full confused. disclosure, I'm just on point. You're <laughs> okay. She went on a tangent. Hold on. It's slow. No, never mind. I'm canceled. Okay. Um. Anyway, with all these planets in Gemini and Sag, actually, it does feel like a very fast-paced time. It feels like things are moving very quickly, but the square to Neptune does show confusion or like things are just foggy. Um, but yeah, I'd say that for me, it's not as relevant because I don't have anything in uh, middle degrees of mutable signs. So I feel like I'm very much sitting in the back. Um, it's very rare that I myself ever have conflict or drama with fucking anyone. I will be doing vlogmas, so you can expect maybe some, maybe we'll have some drama there. Maybe we'll have something interesting. Maybe my December, because I always go into these vlogmas and I'm like, I'm not gonna have anything to talk about, anything to show. And then suddenly, like, the most insane events ever happen. But my life is so absurd that, like, absurdity doesn't stop. And I should... I'm like, do I write a memoir now or do I wait for things to get even more intense? I do want to write, like, an album, like, put out some, like, really intense stuff about my life. But I feel like I need to get, I need to get like, heartbroken first. Because it's just been boring so far. Girl, why would you want to speak that into your life? It'll be an entertaining two weeks. It will be a time of, like, sitting back, getting the popcorn. If you want to watch some people really hash it out, be my guest. It is not the time that I would hash it out with others. Like, I would not embody that part. And I think um, I really am proud of myself, but I even understand my personality. My thing is I just went into my shell and I'm just watching everybody, you know, kind of pop off. I probably started off a little bit, you know, last week and then just watching everybody stay in that energy. I'm going to have my popcorn on deck, you know um type of a thing but i don't plan on getting into any future further arguments low-key i'm a little bit too busy anyways so i just don't have time for it this transit if that makes sense i would let the transit have other people asking for the supervisor and shit i wouldn't be the one i would just like, be laying low <laughs> doing your own thing it's a little bit like i'd say the best manifestation of this would be being direct and executing things. So I'm gonna try to like get a lot of videos out, uh, do a lot of content, vlogmas. Maybe I'll just be even more unhinged than I already am. Cause at this point I have fun saying things that I know will be taken out of, out of context. Right. Like I have fun being like, oh, this line in that interview, haha, that's gonna be quote tweeted. And like, then I can just sit back and be like, you fucking idiots. Anyway, <laughs> I hope that your, uh, what is it now? End of November, sad season is going well. Um, shout out to all the people in the comments saying I hate Sagittarius. No, I just hate you all and you're giving Sagittarius a bad name. <laughs> um, people joke around that because I just say I don't, I don't have any sad placements myself. Like, I can't relate to it. It's not a fucking moral judgment. I don't relate to cancer. I don't, and I, but, but I have more cancer friends, so people, you know, pick and choose. But, um, all my Sagittarius friends, happy birthday out there. Hope it is a lovely yeah. end of the year. Dropping in the next day to, uh, say that definitely the fighting and aggressive conversation played out in real time. I met Decentral and I was on a panel with literally, like, near security. Security came up when a woman was, like, yelling at BitBoy Ben Armstrong about... And did just being involved in the space, it was a lot. I'm going to insert a clip here just to document th- this. <laughs> Y'all, you're welcome to stay. Let me just, 
Um, I think I, I think you got the point, right? So, but I'm curious to see what this fight is. If you, we're pretty much done here. I think um, I've done my due diligence, my mission for today, my assignment for today, and sharing or disseminating this conversation. But y'all, why am I nosy? I want to see what happened with this fight, and then I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Commercial, commercial. Mm, we're doing that again. Interesting. Oh. 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 what they're saying. Y'all, it sounds dramatic, but I don't understand what she's saying. Like, I want to understand what she's saying. Anyways, yeah, no, I, I, I don't, mm, let me, that's, how long was that? Like two minutes? I did not understand. This is obviously, a, um, one of those topics where they have their little code speak or whatever. Like this, I don't care if it's a fucking, I'm about to get on a panel and talk about like responsibility and trading. Like, like fucking, okay, well, whatever. Let's do a little bit of a fit check. Um, so I am in. Let's see if this can. Okay, yeah, now she's doing her outfit um thing. But yeah, go check her out. And you know, she's kind of quirky, just like me too. Um, talks a little bit about herself in between the stuff, but there's good content in there in terms of like the planetary placements, understanding yourself, understanding other people, understanding what's happening around you. She's also a girl that's into trading and crypto and stuff, so um definitely go check her out too. Um, so with that being said, y'all, know that I love you. Even my Gemini babies, my Saggies. I have a couple of Saggies in my family. I won't go into their birth dates and stuff like that, but I have a couple of Saggies. Um, and I'm learning. I'm learning with my little petty self sometimes. But here's the thing. Um, don't, it, here's here's what's what's part of the underlying assignment, I think, right? This this energy is about you understanding how you feel when you're the one pushing away and understanding that you're also giving pushing away energy, right? And so it's going to make you tighten up a little bit more and kind of pay attention to, you know, 
where you're going to disassociate and how you want to do it. So even when like with my conversations, it's kind of like, I don't understand Gemini's, but I still have an affinity for you. And I really do sincerely mean that. Um, and I have light skin friend, dark skin friends, white friends. I have like literally if I were to mention two Asian, it's probably one Asian best friend and it's a guy. Okay. But, um, my point is, I'm so sleepy. I'm going to go to bed now. And this is not, um, fair to you, but learn how to, how to deal with the disassociations, right? And understand that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. That's what this energy is, is kind of forcing us to come to reality with. And, and sometimes it can suck a little bit because you want to feel like you're a part of, of the bigger picture and, and you want to feel like you're, um, like everyone else, but we're not right. And now you're going to go where you're wanted too. It might mean you, Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to add real quick. Y'all interesting thing. So this is the year of the white tiger. Um, ah, oh my gosh, you guys. And, and, uh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Is it? It's on my phone. The The interesting thing about the white tiger, um, when it shows up, the spiritual um, symbolism is that you're learning about war, aggressive, confidence. Um, and I might do a separate podcast on that one, but the year is almost over. But here's what's interesting about even the disassociation energy we're going through right now and the white, the, the token it's not, it's it's like a spiritual symbolism, spiritual symbolism of the white tiger is you will go up against your spiritual guru, right? So this is the, that energy where it kind of feels like, you know, this person that you are going to sitting at their, at their feet for spiritual advice. Now y'all are button heads. What does that look like? Because this is these are going to be people that you admire, you look up to, and you hold in high regard. And now this energy is forcing you to deal with what happens when you and where you were getting your spiritual nutrients and supplements from, what happens when they butt heads? I don't have the answers. Could it mean that now you're cutting the umbilical cord and now you're coming into your own entity. Do you still hold a space of respect for that womb space? You know, um, a lot of times they say, when you're ready, the master will appear. So it's not that all of a sudden this person is a bad person or they didn't serve a purpose in time. It just means for that moment in time, they serve the purpose. How do you, um, uh, there's a word, it's giving me um, the lotus like uh, when you have a baby and you do the lotus birth and you let the umbilical cord fall off. You know, I've talked about that too. Um, so that's what I would encourage you. That's the healthy approach that I'm taking. If if you find yourself kind of unsettled because you were agreeing with this person for a year, a year two years, three years, five years, ten years, you know, and then all of a sudden something just in your hard wiring is like, er, I don't believe you know, everything that they just said, or you find yourself going on a different tangent, and or they might have even 
banished an element of who you are. So, you know, they have an idea of who their collective is. And it could be um, like in my case, one of my, you know, spiritual gurus is kind of like she's all about family and being a wife and money. So obviously I gravitated for the manifestation part the money part, the self-development part, human behavior part. And so when, when it, you know, single women are being cast away, it's kind of like, oh, my little heart. Just, I actually kind of had, I got triggered. So, um, and so don't be hard on yourself. I promise you, you know, if you're feeling the energy, just pay attention to your feelings. And part of dissecting them is that it allows you to detach from the feelings. And then you find out that you're going to be okay, right? Um, it's about learning yourself and how you handle, you know, that. And there's no wrong answers. How do you convert it to win? Maybe some of you might not continue to listen to, to you know, your spiritual gurus. Or you might just understand how to consume certain things. Like, there's still content creators that from way back that this has happened before too, where I'm like, oh, okay, we're going our separate ways. But if they, if, for example, like my thing is health and wealth, I don't watch every single YouTube video. But if they talk about the things that gravitate towards me, I'll go to those. And that's been healthier. And then that way, it's still a symbiotic relationship, you know type of a thing. They're still my spiritual advisor, but I just don't go to them for, you know, there, there's a, there's another content creator that came to mind. Um, her views on dating, not, not the biggest fan. Okay. Learned some things here and there, leveled up my game a little bit. It definitely served the purpose, you know, and it still plays a role. Like I like getting dolled up. So it's still, um, it was still valuable to me, but the dating part of it, eh, not so much, right? But when she talks about um, metaphysical stuff, spiritual stuff, um, human behavior things, or making my making me stretch my mental container, it's kind of like boom. Let me go in. I'll listen for the you know, couple few minutes, whatever, half an hour, and then I go on my merry way, um, and. So it helps us even understand how we're dealing with other people and how we're communicating to, you know, what's really important if you are feeling the energy, um, I think it's going to help you also understand to be more emp empathic, empathic, empathetic, empathetic, you know, um, real quick. Y'all, I saw uh, somebody did a, a little short and they were talking about the traits of a uh, sociopath, a psychopath or a sociopath, I think it was a psychopath. And one of the first one, the first trait that came up is that the person cannot be empathetic, that they lack empathy, you know, followed by impulsivity, um, erratic behavior, everything, but lack of impulse control i think and but it made me think about how it's a blessing and it's a high vibration to be able to put yourself in another person's shoe and so because a lot of us do have language where we are disassociating other people and we're pushing them away it can either make you decide to double down even more 
or pay attention to how you're bringing about that disassociation. And again, like I said, you even kind of heard it with how I, I talked it through and walked it through. And I've said this before, um, same way how people say they don't like Scorpios. I get it. I've, I've grew up Scorpio's son, right? And so the people who still like me for who I am, they still like me for who I am, right? Um, for some people, that's enough for them to be like, no, I'm good. That being said, one of my exes was a Scorpio. And I was at that point, I'm like, I definitely hate Scorpios. I don't know how I ended up being one, but it is what it is. And at the same time, how do I still celebrate my Scorpionic energy? How do I celebrate, you know, the mystery dealing with the Phoenix rising from the ashes, coming back stronger? How do we deal with, you know, there are energies that do deserve to have, you know, the stinger unleashed on them. And I've learned how to direct that energy, right? So I've talked about how even when it comes to like even the passport boys thing, right? There have been conversations about that. I feel like women can fend for themselves. So women in these other countries that, you know, they are taking men for their money, whatever. My thing is the children. The children can't fend for themselves. How do we make it better future so that children aren't born into this and that children get the best outcomes out of this? And if we change their lives, it can have a different trajectory. That's what I will use my stinger for. I hope you guys are kind of hearing the thought process and able to maneuver through the energy. If anybody can get through the dark energy, (laughs) right, it's going to be you because like it can. Scorpios, we deal with some deep, dark stuff. So if you hear me talking through it, you know, now understand how to place my um, disassociation, how to use, you know, everybody has a dark side and a shadow side. It's even things like I've said too, like, I do believe, I honestly do believe that even when you had like the quote unquote 12 disciples, you needed all of them to kind of play good cop, bad cop. So I've said it before. If you want like a sweet, forgiving, you know, holier than thou, um, I would say virginal, pure, innocent. Uh, Did I already say forgiving? That's not me. And I'm not even going to mention some of my favorite content creators who fall into that category. It's not me. It's not me. And I understand that I, I, in some ways, it, it should make you appreciate the person who shows you grace and forgiveness and it's so sweet it should make you appreciate them more right so now why am i hungry it's 4 30 in the morning Hmm. this is weird i think did you hear my tummy growl oh my gosh So yeah, y'all, let me go to bed. I have to get up early tomorrow. Oh, I need to get to my trading thing. So I'll talk to you guys later. Until the next one, bye.